Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Anxious Mammal Podcast. Um, it's been a little bit, I apologize, I've been working on my dissertation and that's been taking up all of my time. I was going to continue on, we had been doing anxiety um, and I was going to move into trauma, but I'm actually going to take a turn here for a moment and we're going to take a, a second and we're going to talk about various interventions that I personally utilize for myself and in my practice that would be considered, I guess, Eastern, holistic, uh, natural, non-intrusive, those kinds of things. In the Western culture, we tend to lean on the medical system a lot, so medicine and scalpels, which definitely have their place. But there are many other interventions that are available that can prevent the need for medication and scalpels in many cases, or prolong the time until they're needed as well as alleviate symptoms that you may want to turn to medications and other medical uh, supported interventions. So everything that I'm going to talk about today are things that I use in my own practice and personally, and they all are backed by clinical research. So I'm not going to be speaking about anything that has, that does not have any scientific research to support it. All of the information for the links for the, the articles and the clinical research I'm going to provide on my website, I'll put a little link on the podcast page, which will have the clinical research articles so that you can see where this information is coming from. Be open-minded, and um, any questions you have about any of these interventions, please reach out. I would love to share more information on these. Well, if you're still hearing my voice, then you stuck around and I didn't scare you off with the word holistic and Eastern, things like that. You know, a lot of these interventions, these are things that have been around for anywhere from hundreds of years to thousands of years, possibly more. We do get into this mentality where we expect or want immediate relief of any kind of uncomfortable feeling to include pain, mood symptoms, things like that. That's also one of the reasons why we have such a large issue with substance abuse, because substances uh, provide immediate relief in the moment. However, they destroy everything in their wake, and long term, they obviously are not a viable solution for coping. The stuff that we're going to talk about today, there are some immediate benefits to many of these, but a lot of them are really for their not just immediate, but their long term benefits. So we're not talking about just helping you manage mental health symptoms, and physical pain. And there will be a lot of information about physical pain today as well. But these are things that are going to build your ability to deal with various issues that can arise. Anything from things coming at you from the environment, you know, different kinds of sounds and chemicals and things like that that can cause you illnesses. Improving your immune system health and the ability of your body to do its job, what it was already made to do and has the ability to do when healthy, balanced. So in my practice, I actually provide a couple of, well, quite a few different tools. All of these that I'm going to discuss, I include in my practice as an available option for my clients. But I do have a table that includes every single one of the things that we're going to talk about today, actually, or at least the use of the table includes everything in conjunction with adding you know, the other things in with, a, you know, a therapeutic intervention of using the table for like an hour session, something like that. 
I have something that I've built. It's, um, I refer to it as the VSIT, or it's the Vibroacoustic Sensory Immersion Therapy Table. And this is something that includes interventions that engage every single one of the senses. So sight, hearing, touch, taste, and smell. It also provides multiple other interventions that fall within those areas and then maybe on some other levels that might get a little bit more I don't know what the right word is without scaring people, but, you know, natural, holistic, Eastern philosophies, things like that. Everything is based in science that I'm sharing with you. I'm not going to share anything with you that's not. And if it isn't very heavily, then I will let you know because I want you to be informed, not tricked or confused. So the first thing that I want to mention is white light. So these are all going to be things that you can consider for your own management of pain, mental health, and physical health issues. Okay. White light therapy you can actually get a box anywhere from $25 and up, um, you know, on any of the major stores, Walmart, Amazon, whatever. But you want to get a box that projects something in the range of 10,000 lumens, L-U-E, excuse me, L-U-M-E-N-S. 10,000 lumens is the number that the clinical research supports the most. So white light onto the face and even actually onto the upper body is shown to help enhance energy and mood it can also help stimulate something called the SCN, which is the suprachiasmatic nucleus. This is an area within a part of your brain that is referred to as the hypothalamus. So what happens is the light goes in through the retinas of the eyes, and it triggers this SCN within that part of your hypothalamus brain, and that then triggers the brainstem to release various chemicals that are meant to help stimulate balance mood, endorphins, things like that. So these white light therapy devices have been shown to improve mood, but they've also been shown to improve sleep patterns. So they help to improve the health of the body's natural biological clock. Your clock is based on the sun rising and falling. That's why you're told not to have light blasting you in the face late at night, because when you do, that light's going through the retinas to the brain. The brain is then telling the brainstem to not release melatonin, which is the hormone that helps you get to sleep. Some of you know melatonin because you've taken it as a supplement. Well, your brain actually produces melatonin naturally, but it is based off of your biological clock, among many other things. But putting a phone in your face or a TV in your face when you're trying to sleep messes with your biological clock. Using a white light therapy box or device in the mornings helps to stimulate the release of those various chemicals and natural things inside the brain and body that help you to have that natural energy. I personally use a white light box for 30 minutes every morning. As soon as I get in the office, I just turn it on while I'm kind of getting settled for my day. You can find these on any Walmart, Amazon. Again, they have them for as low as $25 and they go up, you know, sky's the limit. So that's a, a site-based thing that we're talking about, right? So we're engaging the site there. So it's shown to decrease mood symptoms and helping with people who are difficult with their depression symptoms. So they're not very responsive to medication. White light therapy has been shown to be useful for those individuals. When it's administered in the mornings, it's been shown to create a significant decrease in depression symptoms in people who are diagnosed with a specific type of depression, which is seasonal affective disorder or called SAD. And this is likely due to the influence on the biological clock. Light therapy has also been shown in clinical studies to improve the ability of one's sleep cycle. 
especially in older adults, and it's been shown to specifically help with older adults that are dealing with dementia. Another study also looked at dementia, and bright light therapy was shown to improve their sleep patterns and showing a decrease also in the level of agitation, which is not uncommon in individuals who experience dementia because of the confusion that they're dealing with. Let's move on to hearing. So for hearing, there is something, you know, we're talking about sound therapies, and there's different kinds. There's using various frequencies. Some of you might see tuning forks that are at various frequencies. And there's different frequencies that are shown to activate different chemical releases in the brain and reactions in the body. Sound therapy is something that does have some research to it, but it is a little bit more limited than maybe some of the other areas. So I just want to make sure that you're aware of that. So for hearing, we're going to talk about binaural beats first. Binaural frequencies are frequencies that are played to kind of activate various parts of the brain or reset brain waves. They're shown to encourage specific chemical reactions um, that can help with positive mood changes. Binaural frequencies do have some research. So it's been shown that when an individual is listening to binaural frequencies, as opposed to non-binaural, just other kinds of sounds or music, the binaural frequencies are shown to result in greater uh, relaxation response in the body, as well as activation in the parasympathetic nervous system and this is the calm nervous system. This is the rest and digest system. This is the one that you're going for when you're trying to calm. Binaural frequencies have also been shown to improve long-term memory recall when using specific frequencies. 20 hertz is the one that's been mostly researched and supported. There's some research for other levels, other frequencies that you can find. Binaural, so that if you want to look it up, is spelled B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. You can find lots of apps for free on the phone that actually play different binaural frequencies. They definitely can help you focus or sleep better because they're kind of a repetitive if you listen to just pure binaural frequencies. And there's a lot of apps out there that mix the binaural frequencies with other sounds that might be relaxing, such as nature sounds, water sounds, things like that. So you can try those as well. There's some other frequencies that you can look into that are associated with various healing activation in the body and mind. These are less clinically supported, so I'm going to leave those alone for now. Again, I want to try and stay very science-based for you guys today. That way you guys don't get mad at me and send me a bunch of info about how I'm preaching voodoo at you. So binaural beats can be very good for meditation as well. So using uh, white noise even or other sounds using guided meditation, it's something that you can focus on little quick side note is, you know, meditation is just simply the practice of mindfulness. So picking a sensation, something you hear, see, touch, taste, smell, putting your attention on it. And every time your mind wanders, just catching that your mind wandered, acknowledging it wandered and just bringing it back without getting mad or judging. You're human. Your brain's going to wander. It's what it's been kind of trained to do. So using binaural beats or other sounds to focus on can be very useful, especially when first starting out in meditation. All right, so I just want to go ahead and talk to you quickly about taste and smell briefly, and then we're going to finish up with touch because there's a lot of things in that one. For taste, when I'm trying to help clients activate activate the taste response, for taste, I tend to lean on things like chamomile, lavender, things that have been really shown to support the calming response in the body. I personally use and offer 
depending on the person's allergies, and I got to make sure it's safe. Concentrated nervine mixtures. So these are going to include various herbs that are natural in the environment that have been shown to stimulate the nervous system in a healthy way. The nervine tinctures, which are just bottles with the dropper, are great because it's very concentrated. So like I have one that's chamomile. I drink chamomile every night to relax, but I have a tincture that I use in the morning because it's probably like drinking like 10 cups of chamomile tea. You know, it's, it's just all the calming properties that come from it. You can also make your own, by the way. Basically, take a jar, fill it about three quarters up, and then fill it up the rest of the way with apple cider vinegar. Apple cider specifically because the flavor helps you, and you'll see why if you make this. It's very potent. But you basically fill it up about three quarters of the way with loose leaf tea, uh, and then fill it up all the way with the apple cider vinegar. Seal the jar, use a little mason jar, for about six weeks. When it's done, get a little wire strainer and press it and strain it into a little dropper glass. And boom, you have your own tinctures, highly concentrated nervines from whatever. You can make your own mixture, chamomile, milky oat top, skull cap. There's all kinds of herbs that we can talk about. Um, I'll mention a couple, but you can just quickly do some research or go on my website and there's information on there. Also using just plain tea. So at night I have chamomile tea because it's very relaxing. And those are kind of my go-tos. Teas in general are going to be good for you though. They just have so many things about them that are great because they come from the earth, they come from plants. I mean, this stuff's here for a reason, you guys. It wasn't just randomly put here. It's, it's here for a reason. So a little bit of information on the taste thing, because again, I want to give you a little bit of evidence so you don't think I'm crazy. Chamomile. Chamomile has been shown to decrease symptoms of anxiety. Part of it's because it contains a compound that's called apigenin. And this has been shown to be similar to the effects of benzodiazepines. Some of you may know what benzodiazepines are. These are those pills that make us very relaxed. They're used often in psychiatry. Various different medications fall under the benzodiazepine label. You drink chamomile tea, you're not going to get the same effect, but I'm just saying chamomile has a compound in it that is also similar to benzodiazepines. Chamomile has also, in clinical research, been shown to improve sleep quality, especially among older individuals. Another one is valerian root. Some of you might have heard of this. Valerian root is one of the most studied extracts from plants that we have. There's more evidence supporting this than any other herb that's out there currently. It's been shown to improve sleep quality, mainly due because it has what's called anxiolytic effects, which means it just kind of battles anxiety. Another one is passionflower. This is shown to reduce symptoms of anxiety. There's some research showing, especially in social anxiety, which is interesting that it's such a specific one, but I don't know, maybe a glass of passionflower tea before you go give a big speech might make you better. Um, it's also shown to increase the benefits of sertraline, which is a common medication for anxiety. So when you're taking a sertraline-based medication for anxiety and you add passionflower to this, whether it be tea or pills of supplementation, right, it's been shown to improve the effects of that medication. Lavender, we all know what lavender is. It's been shown to um, be very beneficial in aromatherapy to help decrease anxiety and depression. It's been shown to help women experiencing postpartum depression. In some clinical trials, it was proven to show a decrease in their depression symptoms when they used lavender nightly diffused through a diffuser. And by the way, guys, you can get a diffuser for like 10 bucks these days. I have one on my website that's really inexpensive and works great. Stays on for eight hours, has cool little lights on it. There's a bunch of other research that has to do with lavender helping decrease the symptoms of depression and anxiety. And this goes for diffusing oils as well as drinking the tea. It's a great way to, use, to make the house smell really nice and also to 
you know, have actually beneficial scents throughout the house. For smells, there are different smells that are, like I said, associated with different things. Frankincense is a smell that's often associated for meditation. Citrus is for energizing. And then relaxation is going to be lavenders and chamomiles and things like that. There's others. Just do a quick Google search. You'll find plenty of information. So we talked about sound healing where you can use tuning forks. You can use binaural beats. We talked about white light therapy. Red light and infrared light. Red light penetrates the body more surface level. Infrared light is light that you can't see, but it penetrates the body to deep tissue. These have numerous positive effects. They've been shown to promote relaxation. They've been strongly supported in the relief of pain, muscle tension, muscle soreness, even nerve pain. They've been shown to promote healthy skin. They've been shown to boost the immune system decrease inflammation, which also adds to pain, increase blood flow, which is going to help with inflammation, pain, especially headaches, energy levels. You can actually get a box or a body wrap or something like that, but they're very expensive. I personally got for the table that I have that I use with clients, I purchased two bulbs. Each bulb has red and infrared light. They were like $35 a piece. Not cheap, but it makes it accessible because even a small light therapy box is going to be 200, 300 bucks and a light therapy mat, red light and infrared light therapy mat is usually going to run you a minimum of 500 and you're really looking more at a thousand dollars. I suggest you look for used ones and just look for maybe open box where people impulse bought and then they just maybe don't understand how to use it or they just don't find the time. And so they end up selling it. And that's how I found my mat for about a third of the price. So red light and infrared light has been shown to be the most effective for pain management. So I use this for clients who have a lot of pain. We'll use a little bulb to spot treat areas where they're sore and I get great results from it uh, according to their feedback. So it's shown to reduce levels of pain in post-surgery patients and various other injuries. Shown to reduce dental pain. You'll see sometimes they'll have that device and it has light. Not the blue one. That's something else. But they'll have an infrared light. That's, it actually helps with pain and it also helps with bacteria and other things. So it's used in dental practice a lot. It helps reduce symptoms of Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and many other diseases. You can look through the research. There's plenty of it. And it's also shown to decrease symptoms of depression, anxiety, and other mood disorders. So it's useful for mood management and pain management. And it's very well researched. Infrared light is very well researched and red light is just on a different spectrum. And it's the same idea, it just penetrates not as deeply as all. Infrared heat is often combined with crystals. I'm not going to go deep into the crystals. Crystals are at various frequencies. This can be recorded and proven. And everything in the world is at frequencies. Atoms are at frequencies. Your body is at frequencies. Every organ in your body has a different frequency. They've been recorded by medical doctors. Your kidneys at a frequency, your liver's at a frequency, etc. Crystals have been used for a long time to help with promoting healthy mood and different changes in the body because they emit various frequencies. You can look more into the crystal healing. I'm not going to go into that one big because um, I also don't have a huge grasp of that one myself. I just know how it works in conjunction with infrared light and heat. So the last two are the two big ones. Vibroacoustic therapy. Vibroacoustic therapy uses various frequencies to penetrate the entire body. It will use usually frequencies between about 20 hertz up to 120 hertz. And you get really to the low frequencies there where you can't hear, but you can feel them. 
So these penetrate through the entire body and vibroacoustics have been proven to have many effects. This is something that was used decades ago over in other countries like Scandinavia. And if you go to Scandinavia, they actually have vibroacoustic tables and chairs in every doctor's office and every therapist's office because they know how useful they are. So the research shows using a vibroacoustic sound bed, which is just a bed with vibroacoustics, has been shown to improve momentary well-being as well as long-term well-being. And it has been shown to increase physiological changes associated with relaxation beyond just simply resting. So using a vibroacoustic bed for a few moments will provide relief in that moment, and it will provide more long-term relief and relaxation than just like laying down and resting. It's been shown to improve motor functions in children and adults with cerebral palsy. It has been shown to cause physiological and psychological changes in patients who are dealing with Alzheimer's disease. There's a video in TED Talks or on YouTube. It's called Music Medicine, Sound at a Cellular Level by Dr. Lee Bartel. And it's a TED Talk that he gives on viroacoustics in this study he did with Alzheimer's. And it's pretty interesting, the results that he found. Using viroacoustic therapy through the hands and feet was effective in alleviating pain and improving functional ability in patients with chronic back pain in one study. That was in 2018. Another study found that the high amplitude and low frequency or vibroacoustic music impulse stimulation, so using vibroacoustic stimulation, was beneficial as an add-on treatment for depression. So using it in conjunction with psychotherapy and or medications, it improved the efficacy or effectiveness of those treatments as well. A more recent study just done last year showed that vibroacoustic, um, when it's used in conjunction with sound therapy, so using sounds like binaural beats or using tuning forks, when it's used together, it can improve sleep in individuals that are struggling with insomnia. Another study found that it alters the brain's functional connectivity, and it helps, which helps to improve sleep in, in people with insomnia. So that was another study conducted in uh, last year, actually, also, that showed this. So just backing up the clinical results that they had found in the previous study. And it's also been found to be very beneficial for pain relief, as well as managing mood symptoms, and even more so long-term when it's coupled, used along with other self-care interventions. So using vibroacoustic therapy in conjunction with exercise, meditation, stuff like that, has been shown to greatly, significantly increase the effects of those interventions as well. I have a chair in my office that's vibroacoustics. I also have a bed. It's just a massage table. I took four of the transducer units, which are the things that cause the vibration, and attached them to the bottom of the, of the massage table. And then my table, of course, has everything else added to it. It has PEMF, which I'm going to talk about, light therapies, sound therapies. It has a ton of other stuff. But you can make a basic vibroacoustic table. Lastly is pulsed magnetic field therapy. This is something that actually is used often by athletes. They have little metal rings, and they'll put them on areas that are sore, along with red light therapy, heat therapy, things like that. We're in magnetic frequencies constantly. The Earth is at a magnetic frequency. So PEMF helps with deep relaxation and pain management. It can also help to energize. There is research for PEMF, but I'll be clear and honest with you that the research is limited, and there needs to be more on this one. 
it's not as supported as like vibroacoustic therapy and some of the other ones that we talked about, but it is supported and it is worth looking into, especially for pain management. It has been shown to help relieve back pain and various other forms of pain in a few studies, um, one as early as this year, showing that it was useful in conjunction with other therapies for pain management for people with cystitis, bladder pain, and other things. It's also been shown to improve bone growth and fusion after people have had spinal surgery. And that was a study that was released this year as well. So there are some healing benefits, deep healing benefits to PEMF or pulsed electromagnetic frequency treatments. You can find PEMF mats. The one that I have is a PEMF mat and it has infrared lights and heat with crystals in it. So it's kind of a big shebang one. Again, this is the one that I found open box, so it's brand new, but I bought it used from somebody because the cheapest PEMF mat you can find is typically going to be $1,000, and the really nice ones are usually going to run you up towards 25 to three grand. So it's not something that you can just go buy on a whim. Um, I bring mine into the office with my table and things like that so my clients can try it. That way they can see if they really like the benefits, then they could justify spending the money. I'm okay being a little bit financially uncomfortable if I know that pain and mental health, physical and mental health wise, I'm going to be in a better place. So those are some options for you. So just to recap, if you want any information on any of these, let me know. I have the research already available because I am working on offering sessions, um, private sessions for all of these things. I'm actually going to be offering private sessions at some point. You can message me if you're interested, but I'm in the San Diego area. Um, I'm going to be using what's called a VSI table. So that's the table that I made, and I just, that's my name. And it's for vibroacoustic sensory immersion therapy, which is VSIT. That's made up. It's just what I wanted to call it to make it nice and easy and packaged. But it will include sound healing using binaural frequencies, white light therapy for mood and energy boost, red light and infrared therapies for blood oxygen levels, mood and pain management, crystal healing because it's part of my mat, so why not include it? Infrared heat through the crystals. I have an eye massage unit that can help with eye um, strain and eye pain. The binaural frequencies, herbal supplementation. It'll be fibroacoustic through the bed. Aromatherapy through a diffuser that's actually attached on the bed. PEMF or pulse magnetic field therapy through a layer that's underneath the body. Ionization, that's something we didn't totally discuss. We'll talk another time, but that comes through the crystals and other things. So. This information is going to be posted on the website soon. I do have some of it posted, but I have to update it. There's a vibroacoustic table section. If you hover over resources on my website at www.theanxiousmammal.com, if you hover over resources, you'll see vibroacoustic. You click on that, it'll have my table with a bunch of information. But I got to update it because I added a layer of PEMF, a layer of crystals, a layer of infrared light and heat to my table recently so which now it's complete that was the last thing I needed if you have any questions please let me know these things are things that I use on a regular basis and I get really good feedback from people in many of them and I'd be glad to share more information on them I really appreciate you guys sticking around for the podcast today next time we're gonna get back to um, I think trauma so we're gonna talk about trauma probably in the next podcast and continue on the path that we were on before where we started with anxiety. 
but I wanted to introduce these various forms of interventions that don't get talked about enough, that are used all around the world much, much, much more on a regular basis than here, and we are slowly starting to accept them over here because we're seeing the benefits as we do more and more clinical research. So please reach out if you have any questions about any of these or if you want to know more about the VSIT or VSI table therapy sessions that I'm going to try and offer, which will be in-home. It'll be travel to you. Um, or if you would like to learn how to access any of these yourself in an affordable way, as affordable as possible, I can be very helpful at that as well as I've had to figure it out myself. So I appreciate your guys' time. This is Keith from The Anxious Mammal. Please go to the website, to the contact page, and leave me any comments, questions, or I always like to offer. You can yell at me and swear at me. But in all seriousness, if there's any content that you did not understand or that you think did not sound correct, feel free to mention it, call me out so that I can address it because I make plenty of mistakes on a daily basis. And if you catch one, I would love to know. Thank you guys for your time. I hope you have a great day. Please reach out with any questions, and I will talk to you again soon.